Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And, uh, you know, as usual, I always ask you to please share this podcast with as many people as you think may benefit from it. Um, Leave us a review on iTunes, uh, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, I think uh, I've been coming up with a lot of different people to talk to lately to help people through the the situation we're in. We are in a global wake-up call. It's of epic proportions. Everyone around the globe is affected. And so for that reason, I just want to bring some powerful change makers that can help you get through this time. And today's guest, I have to say, I am so super excited when we got on together to before uh, we started this recording, um, we were just screaming. We're so excited to, <laughs> to talk to each other. It had been so long. Um, I, I knew her when. Um, I mean, she was on the rise, but she's, she's really made an amazing life for herself and for just thousands and thousands of other people because um, she was a guest on my first radio show called Life Lessons from Your Soul in 2006. Um, and so I'm thrilled to have her back um, on how to help you get your ability to dream big in challenging times. She's just the perfect person to talk to. No better woman for this. Um, so my guest today is Gina DeVee. She, her journey from struggling psychotherapist who lived at home with her parents to globetrotting entrepreneur has led her to founding her multi-million dollar women's empowerment company, Divine Living. I love the name of this. Divine Living is for the person who's excited about impacting the world, craves a spiritual connection, dares to be visible, and desires to fulfill their life's purpose. Gina's an author. She's just authored this amazing book called The Audacity to Be Queen, the unapologetic art of dreaming big and manifesting your most fabulous life. Um, she's a speaker. She's a success coach. She's dedicated her career to helping clients connect spiritually, start businesses, create wealth, and live a life to their fullest. Gina's mission is to uplift entrepreneurs through inspiring content, bold business trainings, and life-changing events. And you can learn more about her at divineliving.com. But for now, um, I want to introduce Gina DeVee. Welcome. Dr. Meg, it is so, so great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to have this conversation and just to be in your energy. Um, I've always known you to be very bright and, and very uh, highly intuitive, where you just see and know and help. <laughs> it's just bottom line you've helped me through the years so um thank you oh you're um, welcome for... i'm so glad to be here yeah so where to start people are really having a lot of uh people are feeling really bleak mm-hmm. um, stuck mm-hmm. scared so many things going on how i'm just going to go right for the big question up front Mm-hmm. How do people get that power of dreaming big in such a challenging time? How do they find that? Sure. Well, the first thing that I think everyone needs to evaluate is what is actually happening. 
There are mm-hmm. people right now who are on the front lines, who are risking their lives, who are hooked up to ventilators and who have lost family members. And for those, you know, uh, you know, there's 80,000 and some at the time of this recording that have passed away in the United States, uh, plus all of the people that they were loved by who have been affected. You know, there's, there's that group yeah. of people. And, mm-hmm. you know, they are having a much different experience than the rest of us. And the rest of us who are at home, relatively speaking, safe, healthy, um, you know, really important that we get that, um, you know, that spirit is bigger than the coronavirus. And, you know, I know when this was first Mm -hmm. to happen, it felt like everything was closing in. And I was, uh, I'll just use God because that's what's true for me. I was like, wait a minute, God is bigger than all of this. And I think the news and the media and everything is making this darkness bigger than the light is where the reverse and thinking must take place. You know, I've been talking about the, the economy, we could get sick and, you know, the different phases of reopening and, and industries going down and people not, you know, having money, um, you know, for those of us who are able to pivot, that is exactly what we are being invited to do so. And the people who are pivoting, the people who are noticing that they do have a choice and are really mm-hmm. about what they focus on are having a much different experience. Um, it's not so bleak, actually. They're starting to see opportunities that um, they didn't see before. They're starting to connect with people in ways that they hadn't connected before. So for yeah. many, many, many of us, um, by being conscious of what it is we're focusing on, the experience does not need to be bleak at all. Yes. Beautiful. Beautifully put. And perspective, what you said right at the beginning, it's, it's about perspective, gaining the perspective. Where are you really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, know? Uh, you know, in my book, one of the things that I write about, there's a lot of exercises in there. Uh, to and one of them um, is, I'm thrilled this is happening because, and then you fill in the blank. And I got this download from Spirit during uh, back in the day, during a very, very dark time in my life. And it was like the, what, the, what I thought was the worst thing that could possibly happen uh, to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm thrilled this happened. What do you mean I'm thrilled? I'm not thrilled this is happening. I'm devastated. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I'm scared. I'm... Mm-hmm. So my book, as I was sharing with you, it came out March 3rd, 2020. And I waited 20 years to write my first book and to bring it out into the world. And I'm like an extra extrovert. So I had like all kinds of events planned globally. Um, And I had this immediate, uh, quote unquote, opportunity to practice what I preach. And I had to go into, I'm thrilled this is happening because, and I like at that point had my arms crossed and a bit of a stamping going on I'm like, I'm <laughs> um I yes. my book tour uh got canceled because um wow okay. that's huge yeah you gotta, <laughs> if you're gonna be a queen you gotta own your talk so so I'm thrilled my book tour got yeah. canceled because and I thought well you know, I didn't have a lot of podcasts lined up because I had all these in-person events. So I could pivot and go and reach out to podcasts like yours and other people's and actually probably have a wider audience around the world than the audiences that would have come to my in-person book signings with everybody's mouth. Wow. 
I'm like, okay, (laughs) this is happening because I'm like, well, I didn't want people to just buy the book. You know, that's like nice on one level, but I really, really wanted people to read this book. I wanted this message to get in the hearts and minds of women who maybe forgot their power or what's possible. And so like mm-hmm. when are people reading more than when they're at home quarantined? Um, right. And, you know, and I'll do one more. You know, I'm thrilled this is happening because you know, my plan was to travel all across the United States and go over to uh, Australia and also the UK to do a bunch of media and press and everything. And now, Meg, I get to sit in the comfort of my own home. Like when I realized what was going on with this pivot, I called my publicist. I'm like, get me Chicago, get me Baltimore. What's happening? And like, and I'm doing all these, all this fabulous media, like from the comfort of my own office. And so I think we really look for the opportunity. We can find it. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely love that. I'm thrilled this is happening because, and the fact that you are sharing with us too, you know, like, okay, this came through a dark time and I use it in my dark times, you know, like I'm using, I'm, 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 I'm walking my talk. Um, and that's, you know, really important because I, I hear from people all the time who are in really dark spaces that, it feels so bleak. They can't see the light anymore or, they, you know, it's just tiny little rays of hope or they wouldn't even be on the um, therapy session with me. But, um, you know, it's getting stuck in those places and having these kinds of tools is just priceless. Um, and I also want to just comment real quick too, that having the kind of reading that your book provides during this time frame that we're in, mm-hmm. like guys get this book. Like you want inspiration, you want something to help move you forward, you know? Yes, exactly. It's yeah. you know, my book is real. You know, the first chapter is the epic life is meant for you, and mm. not the epic life is meant for you um, if you are healthy, if you had a perfect background, if you've never experienced abuse, if there's not a global pandemic going on. It says the epic life is meant for you. And it's all about how to tap into that, get reconnected to it. It never left us, but we understand that hard times, confidence knocks, um, you know, other people voice inside of our head saying we can't it's done it's too hard it'll never happen you're not good enough all the things um you know none of that is true and what the what you get in chapter one is getting back to the truth is that the epic life is meant for you whatever that looks like for you right that's great and then um is there something you can give real quick to people about um uh any exercise that comes from that first chapter about the epic life? Let's see. What do I want to say about that? I think that um, I'm flipping through my book right now. To see. <laughs> That's okay. I'll put you on. Johnny on the spot there. Um, I think in chapter one, if memory serves, there is a prayer. Yes. Oh, I love it. Let me get my glasses out and I will read the prayer. Oh, thank you. Dear God, please open me up to see what my potential is. Help me say yes to my bigger purpose and to believe in it deeply. Anchor me into my epic life so that I can contribute at my highest level. Please use my life to be a light in this world. 
Amen. Oh my God, I got goosebumps. That's beautiful. And I closed my eyes and prayed with you. And now everyone listening, you get to have this prayer so you can reference this at any time. So, oh, that's beautiful. That's so powerful. So, yeah. You know, use me, use me to be of service. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And as you, if I think, you know, I've been talking to a lot of change agents like you, um, like both of us, you know, who are really kind of looking into the future that happens, sort of seeing things that might be happening for us. Do you have any, um, any things you want to share about what kind of future you see for, um, for people who may be listening, for people who may not be feeling well, um, Yes. So I think that, that this time is an invitation for us all to up-level and for us all to upgrade. Mm-hmm. We know that disease is disease in the body or in the mind. And we have so much power in healing, in leveling up, in restoring our physical well-being, our emotional well-being, our spiritual well-being. And so I think, you know, all of us are really taking a look at, you know, not getting out of this and just like getting back to life as usual or getting back to business as normal, but who are we going to be in this new world? Uh, you know, if we did not use this time to be collecting lessons and awarenesses and rethinking and reevaluating, like, what do we want this one short precious life that we've been given to to be or to experience or how to contribute? Um, you know, the, well, at the time of this recording, there's there's still time because uh, at least in California, we're not like fully opened yet. And it's, I think like as yeah. I start to realize that things are going to be opening and, and things are going to be speeding up again, even if it is at a slow pace, you know, I'm yeah. really... I'm really consciously collecting, like, how am I going to create and live by design versus by default or versus by effect or versus by what what I've always done or what other people want from me and really being powerful in how I show up. And that's available. Yeah, so it sounds like you're really um, following your intuition, your own inner guidance uh, of understanding who you are, what your mission is. And And really getting, I think, for everyone to understand, we're not in this alone. We were never designed to the degree that we think we've got to figure it all out or make all the money or find the love or any of that. You know, whatever your spiritual belief is, like the universe does have your back. And what I've been doing is using this time to reconnect even deeper than ever about accessing source, which is unlimited um, in terms of of miracles, in terms of financial abundance, in terms of opportunity. And so when you seek that unlimited nature, then what you didn't even know to ask for falls into your lap. Yeah, that's so true. I'll just share. I just was sharing this with you beforehand. I had a similar thing happened just where I'm in the middle of it right now where a leak in my apartment turned into, uh, it, it was neglected for quite some time. And then it turned into, uh, eventually evolved into mold. And then now I'm being forced out of my apartment. But I ended up, when you talked about up leveling, I ended up 
getting a place in my very favorite neighborhood, one of the nicest neighborhoods in LA, gorgeous place, just it's up leveling. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. it's like I I felt like I felt like spirit was opening up this 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 portal and spirit's like, okay, just walk through this door mm-hmm. and on the other side of it, you you're gonna have this life that you've wanted. You've been praying for this, Meg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm hearing you saying. It's that kind of um, uh, you know, when you feel like you're being victimized or and you may well be, instead of staying in that victim place, just open up and say, Okay, well, there's gotta be a, a door around here. Where's the door? (laughs) You know, everything that we've been through in our life, you know, when I think of all of the the challenging times, the destructive times, the abusive times, the, um, you know, the times when I didn't think I was going to make it through, I did. And so have you, if you're listening. And Mm -hmm. all of it has helped shape who I am. And if we allow ourselves to be informed and to be strengthened by what we have seen and witnessed and experienced and overcome versus getting stuck in any of the past. Uh, You know, I think most of us can honestly say we wouldn't be who we are today without those experiences. So on some level, uh, there's a cosmic thank you note that needs written. Ah, I love that. Say more about the cosmic thank you note. Do you, is that something you have as an exercise in your book? Or? I do. I do. It's, it serves a different purpose in the book, but the concept really is the same. You know, we can get so stuck in victim thinking. Um, and that's one of the archetypes that keeps us out of being in the queen archetype. So we can get stuck mm. in victim thinking like, you know, well, I'd be further along in my career if so-and-so didn't mess with my self-esteem. Um, you know, I would be happier in love if you know, I, it was modeled better for me, you know, like all of the kind of excuses Mm, that, you know, if you witnessed a dysfunctional relationship growing up, if you, um, you know, didn't have to kind of, I don't like to use the word fight, but if you didn't have to take a stand for your self-worth and your ability to be seen and safe and visible in the world, uh, you you wouldn't be the the person that you came here to be. Like all of it is part of it. And like we think that we would be better off without some of these experiences. And the truth, it's not the way life is designed. It's very much what I call the princess thinking in my book rather than being the queen. The queen knows that life is perfect. The queen is wise to the ways of the world. And she also doesn't get mired down or stuck in any form of lack and uses all of it to learn, to strengthen, to be more astute, more aware. Like right now, you know, for everything that I've been through, I had to develop myself so much more. And if I didn't have to develop myself more, I wouldn't have the intuition intact in the way that I do. I wouldn't have the confidence that I do. I wouldn't have the ability for me and my life purpose to relate to all the different types of women that I do in my coaching and my speaking, et cetera. So um, the thank you note is really rather than making these people wrong or being angry or resentful that they behaved in a certain way or didn't behave in a certain way, kind of owe them a thank you note to say, thanks for showing up exactly the way you did 
because it's what I needed to be the woman or man that I am today. Yeah, that's awesome. And so um, I totally get that. Thanking the person who or the people who have hurt you the most. Yes. You know? And when I say cosmic, sometimes it's not always meant to be like a direct pick up the phone and say thanks. Uh, You know, when I say cosmic, you know, a thank you note can be sent through a prayer. It can be written in a journal page that gets burned. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of ways to kind of psychically send a cosmic thank you note. Absolutely. And it's that gratitude and that feeling of gratitude that it invokes. So even when you do send that energy of that prayer, just, you know, thank you for, for doing that. Cause if you hadn't, I wouldn't be this, yes. you know, like, wow. Okay, cool. You know? Um, yeah. It's really powerful stuff. And uh, you know, you started talking a little bit about princess thinking versus queen thinking. Yes. Um, can how let's talk about dreaming big. Okay. And Princess thinking versus queen thinking. Oh, yes. Well, the princess in Dreaming Big is usually attached to, well, there's two types of princesses. There's um, the sort of entitled sort of diva-like princess who just thinks everything's (laughs) supposed to be perfect and everything's supposed to be handed to her. And she goes and makes one Facebook post and, you know, thinks that she's supposed to get like 10 million comments on it and just like everything (laughs) turns to gold. The avoidant princess is like, oh, no, no, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to look into my heart and see what my desires are. I'm not even going to try to speak up so I don't get rejected or criticized. Like the avoidant princess just avoids the whole thing. But the queen knows better. The queen knows that her birthright is big thinking. The queen knows that she is always connected to source, which means she is always connected to miracles and miracles come through the form of people typically. And so understanding that big thinking is your birthright. It is what's meant for you. If you are a child of God or a creation from spirit, there is no mistake. There's no extra humans on this planet. A whole lot of like miracles had to go take place for you to even be walking this gorgeous earth of ours. And so with that, it is so much more fun, so much more powerful and really so much more real to dream big, to think big, to play big and to act big. Because the, the other truth is fear is false evidence appearing real. Like all of those fears of I'm not good enough or it can't happen or it's going to take so long um, not need to be the truth unless you are committed to that being your truth. Uh, That's a a big thing to say Um, and a big thing for a person to realize. Yes. I mean, I remember there was someone that said um, she was sort of significantly overweight and she's been mm-hmm. with her weight her whole life. And she said, I, I bet I can get a PhD before I can lose the weight. And she did. You know, like, it's like, we're, we're that powerful. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, what we believe, what we believe we deserve, what we believe we're worth, what we believe is true, ends up being our reality. So if you're going to put that much energy and passion into believing something, it might as well be what you actually desire. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So focus on what you desire. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for somebody who is in a tremendous amount of pain and um, 
what do you recommend for people that are in a lot of physical pain and they have a really hard time moving from here to there, you know, moving from, because their body is so loud, it's hard for them to yeah. think past it. Yes. So a queen knows that every experience in life is not meant to be a mountaintop experience. It's not mountaintop to mountaintop to mountaintop. It, it is, you know, if someone is experiencing a physical pain, look, depend on your belief system. I'll share with you mine. My belief system is that our emotions manifest in the physical body. Yes. And when the, um, when we're, and this isn't about a finger pointing as much as it is a invitation. Um, like when I haven't listened to myself, my voice, my soul, then the, the kind of tapping on the shoulder gets louder and louder and louder. And that's when the emotions will manifest in the body. If I'm not listening to me, the body will speak for me. And, you know, depending if that's what it takes to get our attention. And so when any of us are experiencing any kind of physical illness, that's not the time to go run the marathon. That's not the time to go like, you know, be the take center stage necessarily. Oftentimes it's time to, to, um, what do I want to say to love yourself more deeply than you ever have been to be there for yourself, um, in a way that you haven't typically disease is related to some form of self-abandonment. And go and be gentle with ourselves and listen to ourselves. The body knows how to heal. The body knows how to get out of pain. And sometimes it's very counterintuitive. Sometimes it's very different than what the medical model has has presented to us. But healing is available, even if that healing requires a miracle. We we offer too many natural ways to heal, uh, ways in which uh, Western medicine has been of assistance and ways in which the miraculous has been of assistance. And so if you are committed to your healing, listening to yourself, connecting with spirit, listening to your body, being there and infusing it all with love, you, and you keep ask, you know, like ask and it is given. So ask, what today is meant to be about for you. Ask what you're meant to do in this hour. Ask what you're meant to uh, consume food-wise that would be healing. You know, ask what's meant for you. Sometimes you might hear, take a nap. And so really about restoration and reconnecting, not about pushing and continuing to self-abandon or continuing to ignore the voices within. Wow, that's really powerful. Um, the self-abandonment. And I, I think that's going to strike some chords with a lot of people listening. Um, and, and I think we do it so often, I think, especially as women, mm-hmm. um, because we are, you know, we're nurturers, we're caretakers. We, we put other people before ourselves very often. So um, those, when those voices come, you may think, well, I can't do that because I've got to take care of my kid. And, but it, no one would suggest that you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that where are you, I guess, where are you in your life and what's, what are you not listening to? What are you not? Now, do you have um, uh, maybe some simple ways for people to um, get in touch with that intuitive voice? Yes. It's prioritizing time alone with yourself. 
And I'm not talking about Netflix and Ben and Jerry's. I'm talking about like really hearing from you. And, you know, I um, find that my morning routine is real. I call it my spiritual workout. And even when I'm busy, um, the, the, the least amount of time a spiritual workout needs to take is 20 minutes. And what it is, it's five minutes of reading, five minutes of writing, five minutes of meditation, and five minutes of movement. And if you spend five minutes in the morning, first thing, reading something powerful, emotionally charged that lifts your vibration and creates new neurological pathways in your brain, you're off to a great start. If you combine that five minutes of reading with five minutes of writing in your journal, and for me, mine starts out with Dear God, but you could write it to yourself. It's just hearing your own voice. It could be writing to your body. Dear body, what do you need today? You know, what do you need to heal? What do you need to strengthen? What do you need to get out of pain? And then five minutes of meditating. We all know the science that goes into meditation and reaching the higher consciousness. And movement, you know, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's a simple stretch, um, you know, I'm not dance. I love dancing with music on in my house. (laughs) I'm not talking about like a hit class and you don't have to necessarily get your cardio on even, but any form of five Mm -hmm. minutes of movement that feels good to your body. It's even moving your neck around in circles, you know, just, or just a stretch. Um, to put your body in a different position, to open open it up, uh, just creates an open vessel for you to get new downloads and create a miracle in your life that day. Wow. That's, that's great. That's a great. Um, and I like the, the thing, too, about it is the discipline that's required to do a practice like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think when you get, it's like anything, you know, you have you brush your teeth every day. If you make this like brushing your teeth or getting dressed or you know, it just becomes a part of yourself. Do you, do you have ways that you um, help people um, create those kinds of routines for themselves? Well, I think that, you know, when I'm narrowed it down to 20 minutes, you know, you mm-hmm. if you don't have 20 minutes, I think Tony Robbins says, if you don't have 20 minutes, you don't have a life. So that that's just, a, yeah. you know, um, everybody can find the 20 minutes. And it's really about how committed are you to improving your life or not? Because I don't know yeah. that I would call, you know, 20 minutes of time for yourself. Um, you know, and I, I say this with love, like that that's not discipline. That That's just choosing mm-hmm. to show up and not just survive in life. You know, uh, there's there's other more rigorous routines that, um, that I, I can I share some of my practices around. But this one is, you know, there's certain things that a coach or a mentor can't do for you. And yeah, many things. Right. And it's even a a place where, you know, God and spirit is there for us, but there's a place where we have to show up as well. And if we are going to be resistant to spending 20 minutes um, at the beginning or whenever you desire, you know, to tap in, um, then then the desire just isn't there. And so I think, you know, we're talking so much about, you know, being in pain, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain, like, you know, don't let this become your new normal. And you know, the, the pain is not normal and it's not meant to be there. It's meant to be there perhaps to teach you, to inspire you, to get you to, to um, make a change in your life. 
but yeah. um, there's a certain place that if you're going to be a queen that you got to show up uh, and, and do your part as well. Yeah. And if it, when I hear you say queen too, I, I feel like there's such a power behind that. Yes. Um, Part of what I yeah. love about the queen archetype, why she is so powerful is she's not all feminine. You know, she's the masterful blend of the masculine and the feminine. So she mm. really leads with the feminine, but follows it up with the masculine. And so I think that's part of what makes her a really powerful archetype. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So any more tips that you would help people with right now as, as they're going through their challenges? Um, I would say um, tips. What I want to say, I think what's just coming through to me is is definitely get this book. You know, we have it in Audible, we have it in Kindle, we have it in hardcover, and it really is. And I don't like to say this because it's my book. Obviously, I'm a bit biased, but it's more because I know what's in it. You know, this yeah. is one of those things I really can't take full responsibility for. I can only take responsibility that I said, dear God, please use me. And this was very much a download. So it's very much a message of empowerment where there's fun stories where I share with you so many of my mistakes and my mess ups and things that caused me a lot of pain or a lot of money. Um, Mm -hmm. And and it, but it, they're all stories of overcoming and transformation um, from how it happened for me to my clients, to my friends. And that is what I'm so committed um, to for all of your listeners is that, that you would seize this opportunity to create transformation in your life. Uh, that is what we are all being invited to in this, this like global time of the up level. And so yeah. I think the tip that I would give you is uh, um, go get. Uh, the audacity to be queen and really let it soak into you because you are going to remember who you are. You're going to be inspired to play big. You're going to know that getting out of pain is your birthright. It is your divine assignment right now. And it is absolutely possible for you. Yeah. And you know, you talked earlier about the abandoning yourself and this, it sounds like your book is all about bringing people back home to themselves. hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think that I, I hear, cause I'm talking to a lot of people in my, my work. Um, I'm hearing a lot of people feeling lost in that and wanting to come back home. So mm-hmm. um, I'm so happy. It's perfect timing. It, <laughs> you know? it is. It is. And it wasn't my plan. Um, but <laughs> we see why, why this, it was uh, meant to happen, happen the way it is. Yeah, absolutely. So tell people where they can get your book and how they can get in touch with you. Sure. So you can come on over to divineliving.com. It's D-I-V-I-N-E, divineliving.com. If you go to divineliving.com forward slash book, that's where you can get the book. However, if you go to divineliving.com forward slash audacity, that's divinelivingcom forward slash audacity. I have a free companion course that goes along with the book. And you don't even have to buy the book to get the course. There's uplifting videos and there's there's workbooks and there's a Facebook group and um, there's coaching calls that I've done in there that where you can really see women from all walks of life in so many different countries, like really doing the deep dive. They're healing family dynamic issues. They're healing health issues. They're healing broken hearts, um, healing uh, financial uh, 
brokenness. And so not that anyone's broken, but the areas in the world have gotten that way. So I really invite you to get into that. It's completely free. There's no strings attached. Uh, Divineliving.com forward slash audacity. And then just in my um, website in general, I have all kinds of podcasts and videos and a lot of free resources. So come on over and check it out. See what's right for you. You can get on the mailing list, follow me on social. Uh, But I definitely want you to get the book and get into the free companion course. Okay, great. Oh my gosh, I love that. And uh, this is people really needing this. So I will definitely be talking about this more and more with my clients. Um, So I thank you so much for being on the show today. It's just meant so much to have you here and to hear about how you're changing the world right now. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Megan. Thank you for your podcast and all the beautiful, inspiring, compassionate work that you do in the world. I know what a difference you make as well. Oh, thank you. And thank you everyone so much for listening to this podcast. It means so much to me and to the guests that I have on here. Um, And I know so many people have written in and said how much these podcasts have changed their lives. So Um, please feel free to tell anyone about this, share it and uh, subscribe and all those good things. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. And I hope that this information will help you get well now. For more information, go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list get your free copy of five anti-inflammatory on-the-go lunch recipes and access to our private Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening.